Pro Wrestling Proverbs, Anthony here, along with my uh, esteemed co-host, Logan. How you doing, Logan? Not too bad. How are you? I, I'm doing great. Besides the fact that uh, we kind of we kind of got into some Twitter beef recently. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. For uh, those of you that don't have the uh, pleasure of following us on Twitter at PW Proverbs, uh, what are you uh, doing? Yeah, why, why are you even listening to this? Why? You? You oh, some good content. Well, you know, speaking of Twitter, real quick, you know, we do have a, a Threads account now. If, uh, yeah. if, that, if, if that means anything to anybody, I decided uh, we should probably make the, make a username before uh, somebody else comes along and steals the name Pro Wrestling Proverbs on Threads. It's the, you wanted to jump on this before uh, our Twitter goes down and we, <laughs> we him and haw about creating a social media and then it becomes our biggest social media, like yeah. Facebook. Yeah, well, maybe I should have held on it then. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we got we got in some arguments. I mean, normally our Twitter's full of some goofs, some gaffes, some opinions. Darren McCarty uh, mentioned that he liked what we put out there on Twitter. I'm curious, I'm curious which tweet of his he saw, or of ours he saw. Yeah. But um, probably wasn't these. Um, it, it's, it's funny, I guess, to precursor it. We've kind of discussed on here, I, we wouldn't call you an AEW fanboy, but... You watch a little more than me, um, you know, maybe a little more of the ins and outs than I do. I know the superstars, and I know that if, if there's an interesting news story, I'll read it. Um, but I, as the resident, I guess you'd say, the pessimist, um, I was even defending their new video game, Fight Forever. Yeah, so... Uh... Vic at Vic eight one two two. We'll we'll throw it out there. Uh, posted a a bug in the AEW video game. Whatever. So I said, "This is I tweeted. Imagine, I tweeted. This. What, did he, what did he say? Imagine paying sixty dollars for this. Uh, imagine paying for this. Yeah, just paying in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's not even like that like crazy of a bug. Like." I've they, seen that happen. They they were trying to um do a uh, like a a suplex off the top of the ladder, but they glitched through the ladder and then fell into the ring, like underneath the ring. So I tweeted out, "Two K twenty also exists and was developed by a team that was making wrestling games for seven plus years at that point. Most video games are buggy." So the uh, uh, a brand new title on a brand new uh, engine by a, a development team that granted, yeah, made uh, with some wrestling games in the 2000s on a completely different set of hardware and uh, engine. Uh, makes their first video game with the AW moniker. And it, and it had a, has a couple... This is, I'll be honest, this is the only bug I've really seen from this game. I've seen a couple others, but they're they're along these same lines. Like it's nothing egregious. Like it's not. I remember when, and I think it was two K twenty. It might have even been others where you have like faces missing. You know, you, well, you, you, know, know? you know what's not happening with this game. That's like at least it's not being widely. It's not widely happening. This game isn't just randomly crashing 
like some of the 2K oh, yeah. games would do, and like delete your save data. I remember, I think well, I think it was 2K20. I could be wrong, yeah. but I I remember, I swore there was like a bug that would crash your game, and then like you just like you'd lose like some of your progress. I knew the 2K22, I believe, like in the first like week or so, like yes. the community creations was bugged a little bit, and if you downloaded too much at once, it like it would just corrupt your save file. And, and and the other thing, ever, you know, people bring up how it was, you know, former wrestling developers would made this AEW game, but this AEW game wasn't supposed to be like a traditional wrestling game. It was supposed to have arcade elements, as shown by, I saw today on YouTube, they announced the um, Stadium Stampede Battle Royale mode. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you saw that. Early wrestlers, last wrestler wins... And you can, like, ride the horse, you can shoot, like, it looked like a pyro gun. It's just, it's it's fun. It's crazy arcade fun. That in itself is going to get me to buy the game. I saw it, and I decided, I'm like, I need it. I don't, I don't, I don't care about anything else. I, don't I want, want this Battle Royale mode. I want to ride the fucking horse. That's what I told my wife! I'm like, they have the horse! <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, it's supposed to be an arcade game. I, when was the last time, what would you say, um, the SmackDown vs. Raw series, maybe, that WWE was truly arcade? I I would guess so. I'd, I know I'd even I, argue, like, maybe, like, the All-Stars games or that Battleground game. But even then, yeah. like, those are completely two different types of games. Like, everybody, before this game was coming out, like, when it first announced, like, oh, it's going to be, like, all the old No Mercy games. It's going to be, you know, just arcade and fun. And, you know, it's not going to be a sim-type game, which it isn't. But now it came out and people are acting like that's not, like, 2K and it's not highly detailed graphics and all this shit. The game's shit. And that's not what you should be basing the game on. And I'm not here saying that the AEW Fight Forever is, a uh, like, a 9 out of 10 video game. It probably no, isn't. It's, not. it's probably close to a 5 or a 6. Which is still okay, and which is another thing that I, I really hate about today's like social media landscape, especially with like kids younger than us, is if, if something's like a four or five or a six out of ten, like if that's how you would rate it, or like a three star out of five, that it's like average. That's bad. It's like the worst thing ever. Like nothing can be. That's nothing can just be above I, average I anymore. It either has to be the best thing ever, or it's like the complete shits. Which I don't think is fair. pointed that out on Twitter. I, I said, and I forget the exact quote, but I said, I'm sick of you, or your social media video game fucking reviewers who the game's either a perfect hundred or it's a zero. I have a YouTube channel I watch called Triple Jump. They used to be on uh, What Culture used to have, and, and they, they review games and they won't acknowledge a zero. And the reason they won't acknowledge a zero is because a zero means it's completely unplayable. Mm-hmm. They're under the impression, and I'm the same way with my video games and my movies, something that can make it at least, you know, a one or a two. Like, whether it's, oh, there's a couple funny jokes, oh, that actor or that gameplay style is really good in it, too bad the rest of it's trash, things like that. Yeah, I agree. I It, it bugs me. That unless it's like a perfect game, which I still think is why we haven't seen a Grand Theft Auto Six, 
I think Rockstar is afraid to put a game out at through this point, and people just shit on it. All oh, mood's been this long and it's not perfect. Yeah. Well, no, it's well, not well, yeah. to Look what happened standards. to uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. Like that game is like from what I can from what I know is like fine. Like it's like it's a good game. It's but, just like, not perfect. They had like that rough opening, which. Yep. Uh, you know they probably kind of rushed it out. Well, at that point they were delayed it a lot of times. So I, I don't, I don't know. If we're a wrestling podcast. We shouldn't get too much into well, well, gaming. I, I mean, but and, that's probably why GTA hasn't really announced a new yeah. date because then they'd probably have to keep pushing it back. I feel like they're not only gonna announce it when they know one hundred percent for sure that's gonna come out. Because as soon as they, like, I bet you they'll they'll do a billion dollars in sales like the first week weekend. Because GTA five did, and I think GTA six more hyped than GTA five will be now you already brought it up though rushed and that's i don't know if you remember this it was either march or april kenny omega said that the game was getting ready to be released and some of the developers were like no no we still have work to do i think the game got rushed out because of the hype around aew which there's no problem with that that that, that happens with a lot of things but i think it's one of those if to weigh your options do you wait the extra year and put out a perfectly polished game and still have people shit on it? Or do you put out a rushed game, add in patches, and eventually people are like, alright, this wasn't too bad. And I, I don't know, I video game critics just, they, 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 they bug me. And the part that bugs me more is with wrestling games. Like you said, oh, it's going to be just like No Mercy. You know... I have a pretty big retro video game collection. Yeah. No Mercy's fine. It's fun. It's a fun romp. It's a fun... There's a lot of creative stuff. And for the time, yes. Amazing game. Smackdown and Smackdown 2, it's a fun little game. A lot of creative stuff. Especially like create a wrestler, create an arena is what I mean with creative. They're not perfect. Yeah. And then someone in the Twitter argument said, here comes the pain. So you're telling me that the last good WWE game that you're going to compare this to was from 2003? 20 years ago. It, uh, well, 20 not... years. Okay, How are you comparing? Why? Wait, wait. There's no argument. Yeah, it, it had a good roster. Yep, you could do you could do a story mode and have a stable with Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Scott Steiner. Sure, that's fun. Yeah, it was the first one to have Legends. You had the Legion of Doom, and they rode down on the carts. Cool. Yep, it had a lot of creative. Create a taunt, create a superstar, create an arena, create a stable. Just because there's a lot of options doesn't mean it's the end-all, be-all game. And this is coming from someone who loves Here Comes the Pain. That's when I'm sitting at home, and I'm like, I really want to play a wrestling game. I have 2K18 on my shelf. I have um, Battlegrounds on my PlayStation 4. I have 2K14 on my PS3 downstairs. I still put it, here comes the pain, or shut your mouth because of the amount of superstars on them. And it's, just, it's nostalgic for me. And I think that's what people get lost in is nostalgia. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure if, if we asked... Well, well, let's say my dad. Yeah. My, my dad's in his 40s. Um, 
So I'm in, I'm in my 20s. He, so here comes the pain. Shut your mouth. It's nostalgic for me. I guarantee, and I've done this at work, you ask him what wrestling game he remembers. Remembers the one on the Nintendo, not the WWF one, but the one that has Starman. I think it's just called pro wrestling. And he loved it. And there's no problem with that. Nostalgia's fine. People that shit on nostalgia and say you shouldn't have it, you're an idiot. All right? Nostalgia helps us compare, helps us grow. But that shouldn't be your end-all, be-all. You should be able to look at newer stuff and be like, this is pretty good. Like, he loves Shut Your Mouth and Here Comes the Pain, too. Side tangent, I got SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 for a holiday one year, Christmas or Easter. He stayed up the night before that I got it and played to the season mode so that way all the legends were unlocked like he likes the newer games but you still prefer the ones you grew up with it's like wrestling we've talked about it with how our generation is always going to be like oh ruthless aggression was the best yeah. and how before that oh attitude error was always the best yeah you can like it but it doesn't mean it's the best <laughs> you know what's crazy is that we now we're not getting to the age now where there's kids are like, wow, man. 2000, 2008 to two thousand eleven was like the yeah. best. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I guess that's kind of like. The part that blows my mind is when they talk about TNA and how they're starting to bring up like, oh man, the Aces and Eights era was like the golden age in TNA. And I'll see that online, and I want to just be like, have you seen, like, the beginning? Like, AJ Styles' X-Division, Christopher Daniels' X-Division, Jay Lee, have you, have you seen that? Or people be like, oh, Perk Angle is the best Kurt Angle. Have you seen early 2000s Kurt Angle? <laughs> to be honest, I think like, a lot of people are that say stuff like that, like the Perk Angle thing. I don't think they actually watched at that time. I think they, they just they, saw, like, the gifts. Well, there's just, let's see this, I don't even know what they call it. It's like a phenomenon, like, right now. I feel like people, like, for like teenagers, um, they'll see somebody like on YouTube, maybe yeah. somebody like like a like a Brian Zane. Like I'm talking about like wrestling wise, but it goes across like all like forms of media, like especially like superhero movies and stuff like that. There'll be somebody yeah. there'll be somebody on YouTube that'll make like an hour, hour and a half long video on a topic, whether good or bad, and then it gets whatever, hundreds of thousands of views, but like the opinion that comes from that will get spread out across the internet onto like forms like Reddit and Twitter. 100%. So, and I think it's probably, I think like the term perk angle and like the clips that came from that uh, have been shared and spread so much as a good thing, even though in reality it wasn't really that good of a thing. As a performer, Zion, yeah, it was crazy. If you're, if you're listening to this, know you actually like perk angle we're not targeting you i want to preface that we're not targeting you um but yeah it's just like like... well it's like jeff hardy people either love jeff hardy or they're like oh he's a monster he should be in jail because and and instead of bringing up all his things they're like remember that one pay-per-view yeah it's like well well, yeah but you know he did other things right like that wasn't that wasn't his one mess up it's yeah. It's I mean, I hundred percent agree. People will talk about things on YouTube. Like it's crazy. And... Like not just wrestling wise. I'm gonna go up on a little tangent here. Like I like 
it seems like every day for like the past like couple weeks or so, I'll pull up YouTube and every time in my recommended, I don't even know who these channels are. I don't f- subscribe to them. I never watched them. But I'll get like an like an like a two hour video essay on why let's say like Spider Man Two is gonna be a shit game. Like how can you make a video for two hours talking about something that hasn't released yet? Or it's something like oh, females in movies mm. are killing the industry or something and it's like part one and it's already an hour and a half so it's and it's these, and these, and these you... videos have like hundreds of thousands of views and like if, I don't know if I'm bringing like wrestling related uh, like what's something recent like when, like probably AEW Fight Forever or anything AEW related because it's mm. such like a polarizing topic for some reason that I know something that ties into it I've brought it up on here before how okay. certain wrestlers it's cool to hate on well, right, right, and right. they will have the same issues as people that people love I'm not going to go too deep into it but like I said I think it's a little bullshit that people like Goldust and William Regal are held in such high regard because oh they overcame their demons oh they were it, it, it was okay that they were drinking it's okay they overcame them that you have someone like Flair, who he's overcame a lot. He might still drink some, but I'm under the impression, and I've always said this, I've said this with my same grandparent or my grandparents themselves, if you've lived long enough, have that drink, eat that steak. I don't, you know, you've made it through everything. I'm not, I don't, I don't want you to die eating salads and drinking water. Yeah. But because, you know, oh, oh, man, oh, Goldust, William Regal, oh, it's okay, they did so good. Ooh, Ric Flair, though, mm, nope. I, and and, and, and we've, done a, we've done a whole podcast on this about how certain wrestlers are held in such high regard. And then others who can do the exact same thing are looked down upon, and it, it, it's just cool to hate them. And, yeah. and, 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 and videos like, will come out about that. It's not even just like... Oh, they're doing X, Y, and Z in their personal life. That's why, uh, like, they get hated. It'll be, it, 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 it could, be wrestling. It could, yeah, it could be literally just like, oh, we hate this wrestling character. We for... we hate we hate that cool. L.A. Knight is taking some. He he sounds like The Rock. Yeah. He sounds like Stone Cold. So now we hate him because Kevin Nash to... put it on this podcast, and yeah. now oh, we agree well, with it. And the thing is, I read it and I listened to it. He wasn't doing it to be negative. I mean, it, clearly he said he's a ripoff, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, and, and I and I know people have kind of beat this horse to death. And we talked about it on the tribute to him. Superstar Billy Graham influenced Hogan, Ventura, and the look of Scott Steiner. Well, yeah, literally, like, if... like Who's Kevin Nash kidding, too? Like... There's a lot of people from like his time, especially, and you just named a couple of them that made a, their a, a living copy and are taking ideas from other people's like wrestling personas and influencing them to their own, which is exactly what yeah. LA Knight's doing. It, like if he I'm, takes I'm like sh- the best of Stone Cold and The Rock and puts his own personal twist on it and makes it his character, like he's not copying them. He's not saying, "Do you smell what LA Knight is cooking?" Right. I don't even think he's copying them because he told Logan Paul where to shove the map. Like he's just telling it to put it up his ass without saying it, so it's still okay to be on TV. 
Like, anyone could say that. Yeah. If The Rock would have done it, he would have, like Kevin Ash said, he would have described turning it sideways, lubing that bitch up. Yeah. Like, things like that. And plus, and the thing that aggravates me the most about it, um, for those, I mean, it, it's it's been a while since then W.O. debuted, um, but I'm sure people saw this on the thousand Monday Night War documentaries. <laughs> the NWO was taken... From a stable invading New Japan. The NWO itself was taking ideas from something that already happened. Yeah. So it's not like, I, I mean, I get it. Yes, Kevin, the, the, the diesel gimmick, I can't come up with any comparisons. Like the outsiders gimmick, besides taking the little the NWO aspect, the outsiders itself, can't come up with any ideas. That doesn't mean. That... Well, the idea of like an outside force invading, like a oh, yeah, company or a done. territory, that's just because they have like a different name that did it. Like that's that's essentially the argument we're making for LA Knight. It's like I, was there was there somebody back then on a, oh, oh I'm a, was like what's the like, equivalent of a podcast back in the early nine like the nineties? Was there like a wrestling radio show on at LA yeah. Knight in Canada somewhere? Or, like oh you know. Uh, the outsiders is just copying this one gimmick from Stampede Wrestling that we used to do. But, uh, yeah. It, it's rare to find... I mean, and then wrestling fans will stretch so far to get <laughs> something to connect. Like, yeah, Jade Cargill has a streak. Does that mean she's Goldberg? Or she had a streak. Does that mean she's Goldberg? No. Goldberg didn't create a streak. All right, if people, if people could just open their fucking brains. If you remember... Why did Andre and Hogan feud? Because Hogan, or Andre got a small, teeny tiny trophy for being undefeated for 15 years. Why did Why did he feud with Hogan? Because Hogan got this massive trophy for having the heavyweight title for so many years. So clearly there was undefeated streaks before then. Was it real? No, Andre had been defeated before. They just didn't acknowledge it. Did Goldberg actually defeat all those men? I don't think so. That's the thing I liked about Jade Cargill's streak. Is I'm pretty sure her streak was real. Every every number was an actual win. Um, it, it's just things like that, and it just bugs me that people will try and stretch it. Oh, you know, this has been done before. <laughs> yeah. No shit. It's like listening to family members complain. <laughs> oh, wow, this movie's already been done before. Why are they remaking it? Well, you know, Hollywood's been around for over... It's going on 100 years now, like of actual reputable movies. Mm -hmm. Of course, things are going to be redone. Because. Well, they go back to to the the nostalgia factor. People will buy something of a name they already know. Yeah. Well, not only that, but um, the one that I'm thinking of now, I've heard a lot of people complain. And again, you said we're a wrestling podcast. They're doing Nosferatu again. Okay. They're doing it again because the original came out in the 20s. Black and white. People still watch it. People still love it. So how good can they make it with all this CGI, all this money, all these scores they can put into it? And then if they fuck it up, who cares? We still have the original. Yeah, plus, well, plus I think nostalgia is kind of taking a little bit of a hit, especially when it comes to reruns recently. Indiana Jones is flopping right now. Uh, the Flash, I think, flopped pretty hard too. It, it, so. it, it, it goes in spurts. It goes in waves. Um, 
and the nostalgia will always be there. And even if this Indiana Jones movie doesn't do good, to tie into what I talked about before, you're always going to have Indiana Jones fans. Yeah. And people are going to go, oh man, even though this movie was bad, I have to watch it on Marathon because it's the last Indiana Jones movie. God hope so. Harrison Ford's like 100. <laughs> he's he's going to go any day now. Um, I hope not. He's filming a, an MCU movie right now. He's, he's got, <laughs> he better fucking finish that. <laughs> but it, it's just like that kind of thing. Like I know there's a couple Star Wars movies people might not like, but they have to watch them because it's in the sequence of events. It's just like wrestling. Oh, wow, I really don't like this era of wrestling. But I can't skip it because if I skip it, then how do I explain how Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels came to prominence? Ooh, how do I explain Daniel Bryan and CM Punk coming to prominence? I just, I just, and again, to tie it back to the video game thing, unless it's perfect, people don't want to talk about it. Well, plus, I, I think I think wrestling fans in general are very uh, opinionated people. And some of them like their opinions to be negative. There's always something oh, they want to complain the about. And then as soon as, even if it's something they like and it finally happens, as soon as that's over, they will fucking be negative on it. And that's exactly Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's what's happening to them. It was, they were literally, I don't, I don't think, oh. again, again, this, I don't think this is as widespread as like the Fight Forever hate going on right now. But. I've seen a lot of people on our Twitter. Could be, and also you know, social media is like a a bubble, right? We all live in our own social media bubble, yeah. so something that we see on our Twitter a lot might not correlate to what uh, it's like somebody like that was listening will see. But I've been seeing a lot of people saying, "Wow, they, Sami Zayn's and Kevin Owens just dropped the titles already. This is what we wanted as so undisputed fun. champion." And this is fucking stupid. Like they're fine champions. This is like. People people always beg for like the under like the underdog babyface champion to like but then win. as soon as they win it, they it's want over. them to drop it. Yeah, which I mean, is look like... at look, look at Daniel Bryan, not the heavyweight title because that got cut too short. So everyone in their memory mm-hmm. is going to be like, oh, it should have lasted longer. But his intercontinental title, as soon as he won it, they're like, all right, when's he going to drop it to the next up and comer? Why? You should, you should drop it to this guy or this guy. Get a, or, get a comeback. Who's up, get a comeback who's up, story. Who's up around that time? Like, um, They I wanted see. Cody Rhodes to win it because that's when Stardust... So Dusty had just died, and they wanted him to become Cody again. That was the big one I remember. Mm. I, I swore um, it was like some NXT guy that was... I'm sure it was, too. But it just... And it bugs me. And, and another one of those, and I mentioned it before we started, Damian Priest. Get that match with Bad Bunny. They're like, wow... He really carries himself, no matter what he's done. And and I even I, I loved him in Ring of Honor when he was Punishment Martinez. And he comes as Amy Priest. He I don't really think he's done anything bad. I, I'm gonna get some hate for saying this. He kinda reminds me of this Ares Baron Corbin. Where no matter where you plug him in, he does his job. Yeah. You never hear him complain. Even if he loses a bunch. And then he wins Money in the Bank, but because it's not, it's not LA Knight, or it's not Logan Paul, or it's not Ricochet. Oh, wow, why'd he win it? You know why he won it? Because I'm sure Finn Balor's going to eventually beat Seth Rollins, and then Amy Priest will cash in on Finn Balor, 
And then that'll be a start of a new feud where Finn Balor's pissed off that, oh man, I held the title even less than I did the original time. So now Seth Rollins isn't my enemy, you are. <laughs> then Finn Balor can get a whole crew behind him, face the Judgment Day, boom, writes itself. But no, people don't want that. They don't want long-term anymore. God forbid anything is long-term. They have the shortest <laughs> attention span, which is why TikTok and Reels is as big as they are because people can't focus on you know, long term. You know what's hilarious when, like WWE does pour something long term down their throats, a bloodline. It's like, oh my god, this is cinema. Jay Uso yeah. should win an Oscar. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's the thing too. That's you know, Cody lost at Mania, and you're. I, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. Where Cody's probably gonna win at forty. Supposedly. And... No, well, people, no, people already turned on the idea of Cody winning oh, yeah. at forty. They want it's supposed to be Gunther now. Oh yeah, which is the, fine. Well, I'd be thing, fine with either, to be honest. But anyway. the, the thing I've tried to pull it back to is, and and again, it goes back to things repeating itself. When Dusty Rhodes chased Ric Flair, he got screwed over and over by the Horsemen. Even the Road Warriors, his tag team partners, turned on him, and then. Eventually, when he finally won it, it was the biggest thing. Celebration of the ring. That's what Triple H is going for here. Why have Cody come back, overcome an injury, win the Rumble, win Mania, then what? People would already be soured on him as champion yeah, right now. Yeah, 100%. He would not have made it to June before people started being bored with him. I guarantee it. No. And I know... That's what happened to yeah. That's why he. That's why he started that smug gimmick. Because no matter what he did, people were like, oh, he's just forcing. The man booked himself to lose a match, where he can never challenge for the fucking title, <laughs> and they're still, oh, he's booking himself in a good position. He can never win the title. The only way he could win a title is if he did like a, like I said in the the Logan scripture, where he challenged for the NWA title. The contract said AWA championship, not NWA. That's beside the point. No, like, like we said, no matter what people do, I, I can't wait for LA Knight to finally win what he's supposed to. They're going to sour on the guy. Remember how big people run on Austin Theory? Oh, he's overcame working with Vince. Yeah. Oh, he's doing this, he's doing this. And now this where's, is the most boring. Where's this fan now? They did that with Dean Ambrose. Oh, he needs to win. Oh, this is the most boring U.S. title. Now, like, Dominic. I, I, I'm scared for Dominic because everyone's on him. Oh, he's the best heel. He has the most heat. Heat is so good. So I see it as he's going to somehow cost Drew Ripley the title. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know who. Not going to get into it. Not a scripture episode. I think it's going to lead to a Dominic Rhea Ripley WrestleMania match, first intergender Mania match. And Rhea Ripley's going to have so much pent up anger, she's going to just fucking run through him. Then he's going to slowly he's going to slowly build himself up as a babyface, and by the time he wins a secondary title or maybe he reconnects with Rey and wins a tag title, they're going to boo him. Because no matter what, which is why I'm glad Cesaro never won the big one. I'm glad Ziggler hasn't had another big one. I'm glad Ryder didn't win a big one. Because they would have been turned on so fast. 
because <laughs> wrestling fans are fickle. I, I don't like a lot of the things Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson does, but I will 100% agree until the day I die. Wrestling fans are some of the worst fans in the history of ever. They can't let anyone be at the top. As soon as they reach the top, they're like, oh, wow. Wow, why'd we cheer him? Oh, let's go to the next one. And it just bugs the shit out of me. I, they haven't done it to Becky Lynch yet. Truly, they haven't done it yet. But that's going to come. Yeah, They've already done it to Charlotte. They're doing it to Owens and Zayn now. Although they're going to do it to Gunther. If Biggie didn't get hurt, they would have done it to Biggie. And I, don't, and, I, and, I don't, and I don't care. And I know wrestling fans know this. <laughs> I know in the back of your heads, you know this. You're never truly happy. Ever. The last time a wrestling fan was happy was when Stone Cold held that fucking title. <laughs> like, honestly, any other time, maybe maybe they had a little bit of nostalgia when Hogan won the Undisputed title in 2002. Maybe they yeah. had a little bit of nostalgia with Ric Flair, the Intercontinental title. But besides that, they've never they been happy since. That'd be, that's, either, a, oh, that's a good uh, like, thought experiment. When was the last time? Well, I won't even say 100%. I was like, 90% of wrestling fans were truly uh, uh, like all in agreement with something like being good. Maybe The Rock winning the title in 2002 from Taker at Vengeance in Detroit. Hmm. Uh, maybe maybe to, Brock I'm beating trying, Rock. I'm trying to think of something recent. Cena beating JBL. Um, Daniel Bryan got a lot of cheers. Maybe Dan O'Brien winning the title? Yeah, maybe 30. West Man 30. This seemed to be... Or oh, maybe cool. even Kofi. Kofi winning. I mean, as much as they don't want to admit it, maybe Roman Reigns beating the shit out of Bray Wyatt and taking the title. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, though. Yeah. But I just... That's why I'm glad Sami Zayn didn't win the title. They'd have turned on him, and I don't think his little heart could have handled it. No. he He's, he's sensitive. We don't want to... We love. We yeah, love but I, you know who I don't love? Steve Carrier. Get this out of the way. <laughs> Steve Carrier, and I'm sorry, Dad, Ryback. Well, to be honest, I'm I'm kind of on Ryback's side on this. Oh, I, I'm story. on Ryback's side on this, but I still don't like him. I, for all I care, both of them could be launched <laughs> into the fucking sun right now, for all I care. but They could take a submarine trip. Yeah. <laughs> What's that company called? Let's call them up and see if they can. Subway? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Send him a trip down to was it the but, Titanic? Um, or... I realized, so I, I knew Ryback hated a lot of people after he left WWE. I didn't realize Ringside News was one of them, and good for you, Ryback, because we hate them too. The enemy uh, of my might, enemy is my friend. You might see us retweet something from them or share something, but it's because they're the first to break news. But I only share it if it makes sense. Well, to be honest, I haven't, at least from ours, I have not shared anything from them. I don't even think we follow them anymore. I think I might have got rid of them. Uh, they might have blocked us when we called up Steve Carrier. I don't even know. I hope so. Because I've been wanting to do, like, a Steve Carrier, like, uh, pro-LGBT pro shirt. Uh, but the, the Ryback thing is a little frustrating because he blames all social media. I get blaming WWE for shutting him down because they wanted his trademark. I could see them doing that. 
Mm-hmm. But to blame Twitter, like, oh, man, you're making it where people can't see me. Yeah, I'm sure Twitter and WWE are working together, Ryback. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Everyone's, everyone's against Ryback. Everyone's against Mr. Ryan Reeves. Um, you know, to, so to, tie it into our, to tie it into our last part, uh, I think if he would have beat Punk for the title, he'd have been booed the next night on Raw. I would have booed him. I was, I was a big punk mark at the time still am i guess but uh well anyway for people that uh haven't heard there's this is a uh i don't even want to say like a developing news story or anything or even newsworthy that's right yeah, it's not newsworthy it's just some fun to read on twitter when you're on the toilet <laughs> so ryback tweeted <laughs> out for those of you that are not still not blocked by ryback uh, <laughs> both of us uh, do not fall into that category i think both of us are blocked by ryback um, is your personal account blocked by Ryback? Because I know mine and our podcast page are blocked by Ryback. I don't think I am. I don't know why our podcast page is blocked by Ryback. Uh, we've, we've been a couple memes about him. I remember when I was doing the the, the Squid Game meme, I did one about Ryback. Oh, that's I don't remember what it was, but... Plus, there's a couple of times you responded to him dumb as fuck. So. Well, I, thought, I swore I did that on my uh, personal page, though. Anyway, he, he tweeted out, When you read dirt sheets, you're letting the opinions of mentally sick people like this. I picture Steve Carrier's uh, mugshot, by the way. Um, <laughs> like this with their hate and negativity become yours. This is what an owner of one looks like. And they push their pains and insecurities into the world with clickbait headlines and out-of-context details, along with their negative opinions. This guy is one to two steps away from being a, quote, chase, and you're watching his meltdown in real time. Keep fucking around, you're going to find out real quick just how serious what you're doing is. And then, uh, I don't know what he's exactly referring to, because like I said, we're all blocked by Ryback, I don't know. Uh... But I see a ringside news tweet that says Ryback won't have us on because my first question would be why he's hiring sex workers to promote his shitty white label product. Oh, so he talked about um, because uh, Ryback's been trying to talk to anyone. He wanted to talk to Booker T on a podcast. I forget which other WWE linked people he tried. But he wanted to talk to them because you know he's trying to come back into wrestling and he pretty much burned the WWE bridge. Um, I, I've noticed Tony Khan won't reach out to anyone that WWE already has a burnt bridge with because he's smarter than that. <laughs> um, so that just leaves like impact, which, you know, Ryback thinks he's too big for. So he wanted to talk to people. He wanted to have a, a, a discussion, you know, everyone that's always fucked up. They want a discussion. And yeah, Brinkside News responded and said they'd talk with him and he started calling them you know, untrustworthy liars. And now here we are. I I am not sure. Uh, I see something from Ringside News uh, saying that uh, Ryback is going to jail. Doxing is illegal. He's going to find out in the next hour. I saw that... um... I'll say at my place of work too and i started scrolling to try and find what they were talking about and i couldn't find anything like i didn't see unless he did it on a live 
Which, if you dox someone on a live, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But I... Like you said, unless something comes out and Ryback is just a complete dick, we're going to support him versus Ringside News. <laughs> We've talked about Ringside News on here before. Steve Carrier, awful human being. They get rid of him, they might be, you know, at least like a D-level news source. Um, Ryback is just trying to get back into wrestling. I think he's hoping that with Vince gone and Cody in WWE, that maybe he can fit in there. I think he's just waited too long. I know he yeah. keeps saying, oh, I had, I, had to, I had to heal up. I had to get ready. He left in what? 2015? <sighs> Around there, I think even... The last thing I remember him doing of note was the pre-show stopper. And we were in sophomore year of college in the dorm. That's when our buddy got about to do bath. Um, so yeah, so it had to be 2015-ish. I think he's waited too long. I don't think wrestling is like it was where you can disappear for 20 years like the Ultimate Warrior and come back and be popular. I think you kind of have to keep a fan base... And Ryback's fans are a little crazy, but they're not consistent. Uh, does that mean he can't come back? No, I, I think there's a chance. Does that mean he's going to get the Goldberg match he wants? 100% no. I think there's a better chance of Goldberg retiring against Bret Hart than there is of Goldberg retiring against Ryback. <laughs> All right. Ryback posted a, a link to his latest podcast episode, um, the People's Podcast. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the name of the title, the Ryback Show, and then the the uh, the thumbnail of it is Stephen Carrier's mugshot with the word "loser" written across his forehead, <laughs> <laughs> and a bottle of like uh, Old Crow whiskey or something. <laughs> Ryback, you still got it. You still got it. Oh, uh, and um, so that tweet I just read to you came from a uh, uh, the one about the long one from Ryback about Steve Carrier came from uh, at Pro Wrestling and MMA News. He quote tweeted it saying, uh, seven plus years of pushing out lies and negative reports. I would own each and every one of you who do this at some point or another. You have zero respect for wrestlers and you push your shit mindset and behavior onto good fans, turn them against the men and women who have the courage to do this. You never could and it eats you alive. So you pour trash and try to get back at those who did what you couldn't. Steve, you're a fucking loser and the world can see it now. Stop letting these pieces of shit make you hate what you should love. Respect and report the fa- report the facts only. Leave your goddamn mark opinions and clickbait BS out of it. And then we get a report from uh, the Matt Cardona saying, uh, "Feed me more." I don't know why this memory just came back, but on one of the two K games, I put Ryback, Miz, Ziggler, and um, oh Curtis Axel as like a not the four horsemen, but like. A mid-card version of it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. You know, that's all we can ask for them, right? Yeah, because uh, at, at the time of this recording, Ringside News, you are stupid. Stupid. 
You know who else is stupid? <laughs> who? Uh, dirty Dutch Mantel. Because oh, he thinks he's the only one that can use the word dirty. So we talked about this beforehand. So just to give a little, little bit of little, little precursor again, Dirty Dutch Mantel is upset that they're calling Dominic Mysterio Dirty Dom, Dirty Dom Dom, Dirty Dominic, whatever the fuck you want to call him. And someone said, you know, Dirty um, Dick Burdock used to call himself Dirty before you did. Well, you know, in Puerto Rico, he he, he christened me Dirty Dutch Mantel. All right. There's a difference between dirty and, say, the Nature Boy. Mm-hmm. Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers gave it to Buddy Landell and Ric Flair, respectively. The word dirty, do you know how many fucking indie workers are probably calling themselves dirty, insert name here? Do you know how many of those fans and, in the crowds at those indie shows are dirty? Yeah, because they didn't <laughs> get our deodorant at StarCast. <laughs> they did not. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, it just, it just bugs me. Old people like this that feel like they have to be relevant by... He, he's the same one who... I, I'm not going to get too much into it on here. Uh, he questioned CM Punk bringing up the transgender kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he's an asshole anyway. But... Yeah, oh, I own dirty. No, no, you don't. You're not. So... He was dirty, Dutch Mantel. He was a... You know, he's... he's He's a good hand. He's in WCW. He's in Smoky Mountain. Um, he's in Puerto Rico a lot. That's the thing that bugs me, too. He's more upset about this dirty thing than he seemed to be on the dark side of the ring when they talked about Persia Brody. <laughs> like, your friend was stabbed to death. And you're showing no emotion, but on Twitter, you're like, oh, man, this kid's using the word dirty. Fuck you, Dutch. Um... The only thing dirty about him was his hair. Damn. But he, Damn. He, it's just one—it's just one of those things where after Dutch Mantel, he became Uncle Zeb, which slowly morphed into ah shit. What was his name in WWE? Is the manager Zeb Coulter? It was supposed to be one of the same. That's the other thing too. You want—you want to talk about Punk using the trans kid thing, and if it's good for business. I remember sitting at my ex's house as you and Jack Swagger appeared on CNN because you did We the People. And I had to explain to my ex's dad that, yeah, it's a, it's a character. Guess what? Zeb slash Dutch? I look like a fucking idiot because it's clearly not a character. You know what's, you know what's funny? What? He's not even the original Dutch Mantel. No kidding. I didn't know that. No, there's a wrestler. Granted, it's, it's a little before his time, even. We're talking like late 1800s, early 1900s. Oh, like okay. the guy, like the guy died in 41. But people, Can't be people, too angry. But people are bringing it up. Uh, there was a professional wrestler. Uh, he named himself Dutch Mantel, but he was born Alfred Albert Joe de Gardier. It's French. Uh, but he, but he, his wrestling name was Dutch Mantel. So it's funny, just looking at his Wikipedia real fast. The greatest notoriety for Mantel arrived in 1979. You're telling me this man's had this long of a career, and his greatest notoriety arrived in 79. 
Granted, and like I said, I, I don't want to take away from his wrestling. He was a good hand. He he really was. I I I like some of his matches. I just bugs me. He thinks he can own the word dirty. And like I said, you you know, if someone on the indie starts can call themselves the Nature Boy or the Heartbreak Kid or the Dead Man, sure, Flair, Michaels, Tager could get upset about it. The word dirty. Don't they call bad guys dirty in the video games? Yeah. Pretty sure. Motherfucker. <sighs> so I, I, you know, all he does is sit on his podcast and try and, and try and become relevant again. And it's not an issue of where some fans say Bischoff tries to become relevant again. Or Jim Ross tries to become relevant again. They are legends. Intel's not. He's one of those where he's called a legend because he's never going in the Hall of Fame and they don't have another word to call him. <laughs> you don't think he's going to put in the. No. You don't think so? No. Uh, no, not unless Dutch Mantel goes in, because nobody gave a shit about Zeb Coulter or Uncle Zebediah. The only fun memory I have of Zeb Coulter, and you'll have to back me up on this, because if not, I sound like a liar. When John Cena did the open challenge, I listed everyone on a mini fridge I had by my bed at college of who could accept it. Mm-hmm. And for giggles, I said, wouldn't it be funny if Alberto Del Rio accepted, because you know he's Mexican, accepting the U.S. Open Challenge, uh-huh. and he did it, and fucking Zeb Coulter managed him. That's the only thing of note that Zeb Coulter ever did. Yeah, that happens. And I remember. I remember you it had, was me. We had laughing and cackling. I circled his name. I remember that when it happened, I circled it and I fell back laughing. The list of people like Jeff, it could have been Jeff Hardy. Uh, there's just a list. And Del Rio, I'm like, yeah, wouldn't it be funny because he's Mexican? It's the U.S. challenge. <laughs> and that was the one where both like, nah, that couldn't happen. He slapped someone in catering. Well, I'm pretty sure he was like the last one, like on the like on your, uh, on the fridge too. Oh, yeah, because I kept erasing, because yeah. I remember Jeff Hardy was a possibility, and then he showed up at Impact, and I'm like, fuck, all right, I guess not him. Yeah. And that's the only thing of note. And like I said, again, Dutch Mantel, good hand. I'm not going to take anything away from that. But uh, Dolph Ziggler's also a good hand, and in 50 <laughs> years, nobody's going to remember Dolph. Sorry, I love the guy. No one's going to remember him. I, 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 I'm not going to say nothing about uh, Dolph. You know, we love Dolph. I love Dolph, but no. I feel like in 50 years, with all these fickle fans, no one's going to remember him. Yeah, I just, how do you think you can all the word dirty? You know what he could own? What? If he, if he was really a this great guy that he says he is he could own the brand new uh, PWP men's bomber jacket I'm telling you next next week when I get that when I get that bigger check 
I'm gonna buy one. Granted, it's you know July in Michigan, <laughs> so you know I'm not gonna be able to wear it till probably because I bought it. We're not gonna have a winter until like February. Yeah, but that's okay. Oh, well, you know, there's a we have uh, the the pocket tee that you could also get too. For I want that jacket. For those of you that you know who are on the drop site, you know, you wear your Carhartt shirt. Uh, <laughs> and then when you get home, you can use your PWP logo shot glass to drink the pain away from your current job and uh, write yourself a nice little letter in the PWP Logan scriptures. You know, uh, those scriptures, high, highest selling item on the shop. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I will say, and I think I said this on the last one, when we started these items, I had to do some editing, had to look at Printify. Um, the koozies might not have been perfect. The scripture journal might not have been perfect. Now that, you know, we've had a couple sales, especially, again, Andy from Windley Mania. We got to shout you out. We got to thank you for being one of the first. The very, not some, one of the first. The very first. Yeah, like, the very first. Thirst, he even beat us. 30 minutes after the shop went live, he was, uh, oh, I got an, uh, an email. And I was like, oh, you placed an order. And I was like, Who's this? And I was like, Andy from South Carolina. I was like, I, I know that guy. He gave some feedback, and I was able to go through and edit them. And the journals look good. Um, we no longer have products shipping from outside of the U.S., which I guess is a big thing for some people. Um, <clears throat> we also Everything's lined up well. You got stickers. You mentioned the shot glasses, the bomber, the um, pocket tee. We got hats. We got pins. Uh, I like to think of it. I've had family members ask me, like, "Hey, why did you select these certain items?" Mm-hmm. I like to think that this is the merch table items. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to help us out, we even we have we even have signed eight by tens. I mean, who wouldn't you know, want a signed eight by ten? From two guys that you randomly found while scrolling through Spotify and or YouTube. Yeah, you know if if you if you're a long time listener and you want to support financially, not be a little broke bitch. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it like that, but yeah, 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 yeah. I know if what you're saying. If you if you want to if you want to put put the money where your mouth is and support the show. There we go. This is this is the way if to do you it. Don't be a Dutch Mantel or a Steve Carrier. Yeah. Well, or you know, if you if you are you know you know money you know, money's tight you know inflation you know Bidenomics yeah, or whatever the, they're calling it nowadays. Yeah, you know, uh, God, I moved into my house about three-ish years ago. I remember we could go on our big grocery trip and spend like one eighty to two hundred. Now that's like our small grocery trip, and every time I'm like, "What happened?" And you know what I realized happened? Inflation. But don't worry, the PWP uh, products Etsy shop uh, is not subject to inflation. So, like I said, no. if you, if you like, do you need to have like part of your grocery order this week? No, you can survive. Like you'll look cool and skinny in your new PWP T-shirt and bomber jacket. So. Honestly, it's a and, win-win. And the, these will be items that, as we start appearing at more cons, you know, maybe we'll have them with us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the. And again, you don't have to buy. 
you don't we're not we're not gonna be one of those that's like if you don't we're gonna shut down the channel clearly we've done this <laughs> for what a solid year and a half without anything purchased yeah. it's just one of those things we decided we, we we've heard from a couple people they think it'd be fun we had our own t-shirts we put them on social media and i there was many comments when we get the t-shirt well here's your chance yeah, you know, and if you are like a, a poor virgin mark and you can't afford the <laughs> PWP uh, logo shop, you know, price as low as two seventy five. By the way, um, you, can and, only... you know, I thought that was high at first. Uh, I looked at other shops. Apparently, that's quite low. Yeah, we're, we're the lowest shop in town. You, know, you can even get like a, a a pin. You know, a lot of people like pins. Those are low as four fifty. So get on that. And if you if you somehow still can't afford that, because you need to go get your Starbucks coffee tomorrow morning, all right, we do have uh, a link tree with all of our social medias in it. Like I said, we just signed up for uh, uh, what's that one? Well, I just said it was Threads. Threads, the Meta the Meta Twitter now. Uh, so we're on that. So you can go and follow us on all of our social medias and share it. And that's that's just as good as paper currency almost. So, almost. almost. I think you meant to say almost. Yeah. MVP. MVP is superstar. Almost. Um, being almost sapien. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, just just don't be a, don't be a, a poor poor Lamar. Support the shop. Don't, don't be a ring. Don't be a ringside news uh, subscriber. Yeah, we don't like those. But I mean, uh. I think we tackled everything we wanted to today. Make make sure you're following our socials so that we can see what cons or what things we're going to be doing next. Uh, we're going to be at a really cool Comic-Con. We're also, uh, we don't have passes, so we're not going to be an invited guest, but we are uh, We're going to be at WrestleCon same weekend. Um, we have Battle of the Creek in September. Yep. And uh, I, I think this uh, this PWP convention tour has been pretty successful this year, if I do say so myself, between Great Lakes Con, Astronomicon 6, Astronomicon 6.5, and now the really cool con. Plus, as we mentioned before, I went to Square Circle Con, we're going to WrestleCon. That's six right there. For two, for two people who created a podcast out of spite of a university <laughs> that wouldn't hire them for wrestling podcasts, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, you didn't even need to mention our, our pizza. The PWP yeah, Pickle you. Pizza. PWP Pickle Pizza. That's right, Torminas. We loved it. We'd love to work with you again. I think they should just rename it the PWP Pickle Pizza. The PWP the PW Pickle Pizza. Yeah, yeah. So, so again, if you if you're looking at Michigan, which I'm pretty sure uh, majority of the audience is, except for you, Andy, you're down in South Carolina, so you cannot eat this delicious pickle pizza. Order it. And it yeah, we'll we'll dry freeze it real quick and send it out to you. Uh, go go check them out. They uh they have locations all across uh, Southeast Michigan. And even as far west as Lansing, so yeah, um, I looked at the map earlier today before we recorded. There's a lot of uh, uh, restaurants located in one general area, and then one little Lansing location. So I'm glad it's here. It was delicious. My wife and I loved it. Uh, can't wait to go back. 
there's a lot of options we want to try between the breads, salads, potatoes, pizzas, desserts. We will definitely be back. Again, thank you for the free pickle pizza. We cannot say enough. And then the other items I got, the sports pizza, the jalapeno popper pizza, the cheese bread with that house-made jalapeno ranch. One of my personal favorites. Never would have thought to do it. Now I'm trying to make my own. Not as good, clearly. But everything we had there, yeah, so, delicious. Uh, again, if you're in one, by one of their 23 Michigan locations, uh, give them an order and then put in there that you you heard them from us. So they come out and yeah, reach out to Logan us. Yeah, Logan and Anthony, Proverbs. Yeah, and then also, uh, I, don't believe, I can't believe we forgot to mention this. Uh, we have a guest coming up soon. I don't think we have a, yes. we don't have a, a date yet, but we're gonna have the great uh, Detroit legend Darren McCarty coming on to the show. Yes, Stanley Cup winner. Um, I, I got I gotta say meeting him. Uh, I'm sure he'll get a laugh at this if he hears this. When we first walked up, and I was like, yeah, I, I talked to him on Twitter, and I saw his guy talk to him. It, in my head, I'm like, oh great, he's not. He's gonna pass us off. He doesn't care. One of the better guys I've met, and this isn't just podcast slogan speaking, this is um, going on, shoot, this is 11, 12 years of conventions going, Logan speaking, one of the better guys I've ever talked to, clearly loves wrestling, and I'm excited to have him on the podcast, kind of cool, local Michigan podcast, get to talk to a Michigan sports legend. What a fitting first guest for the cast. Yes, we're excited to have him on. Uh, we're currently talking with him, trying to get a date settled down. He is a very uh, busy guy, as you can tell. He uh, He's active on Woodward Sports. Uh, he's working with... That, and he's going to be at anniversary. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a special ref. Working with so, Impact, uh, and I watch, think... Watch. And he's always, he's always doing things with the, the Red Wings, still. I think he was just at oh, the yeah. uh, draft party, so... It's hard to get a day where all three of us are available, so that should be coming out within the next month or so. And then I'll uh, be, be on the lookout for the upcoming Randy Savage uh, Deep Dive podcast. That'll be a one where oh, I think a lot, yeah. a lot of you guys will like. And uh, remember to use Savage 10 at checkout on the, the Etsy shop. You get yourself a little little discount. So I think so. work with me with my bomber jacket? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You can use a coupon code in your own shop, Logan. Yeah, I've not made a money. What about Bill Gates? <laughs> you are a podcast host. You know, our podcast hosts are rich. <laughs> I didn't just have to work my ass off like all day today and then immediately come home and do this to pay rent. No way. So... <laughs> Alright, I think we rambled on too long now. <laughs> we, we tried ending this podcast like 10 minutes ago. That's okay, though. Um, to everyone to everyone listening, again, we appreciate you. We see that we're slowly growing. I, I, I can honestly say we're past a point that I thought we'd ever get to. So this is all free. Uh, this is like house money now. We're, we're doing we can do whatever we want, and it's awesome. Yeah, 